I, you know, I kind of begrudgingly respect just the dedication to not getting better at what you do for a living. Just <laughs> <laughs> coast through life. It, it probably shouldn't even happen. Oh, anyway. If you got it, you got to flaunt it, acid. Uh, you know what? I got a lot of stuff that I don't want to flaunt, so <laughs> I just keep it to myself. Jeremy is really big into the used mattresses. <laughs> That's an excellent, excellent deal. He has a used mattress store on the side. <laughs> and we found out that Anthony's friends are all 13-year-old boys. <laughs> Whoever wins gets assets ball soap. <laughs> Clay, uh, how you doing? Doing a little more poorly after that terrible, terrible introduction. I was just fine, to be honest with you. <laughs> Hello, Sci-Fi Gangsters. This is the show where we talk about science fiction, comic books, and video games. Really, it's just an excuse for me to catch up with my friends and to meet interesting people. I'm Anthony Dinar, media scholar and person who just missed everybody. Just, you know, we've been off for a couple of weeks, and uh, I didn't want it to be a third week in a row that we're off. Obviously, uh, when I say obviously, no one knows what I'm talking about. But next week, we start our very first Star Trek Adventures campaign. We'll be doing that uh, next week. Uh, next episode but today i didn't want to have another week off so we're i'm bringing some people in including good friend carrie here and uh, we're just going to catch up we're just going to talk about what's new what's going on perhaps we can kind of go off on some tangents but that is the topic for today just catching up with the boys right that's what i like to do. i don't know why i'm talking like this now i apologize <laughs> to everybody anyways all right so we're just gonna catch up with everybody uh, but first let's go ahead and introduce uh, the the panel here first the producer of the show acid train acid how you doing good how are you doing i'm doing fantastic acid uh you you know you jumped off the halo bandwagon pretty early on i did and things have been getting uh worse and worse even worse halo yeah. in, in it's like of... it's like i called it it's kind of weird well here's the thing about halo i it's probably my favorite shooter game uh, and sure. um I, and I, I love the I love the mechanics. I love the sci-fi element to it. It is, and and I am I have been an apologist for Halo for a while now, and I'm getting to the point where I can no longer, I can't. I can't Why don't I, you just play Destiny and be done with it? I'm not going to do that either. No. So, so, uh, so the squad that I usually play with, Acid, you know who I'm talking about. It looks like everyone's getting very excited about uh, Modern Warfare, Call of Duty. Mm. I'm okay. not that big fan of Call of Duty, but I'm, I'm going to play what the squad plays. So it looks like we're going in that direction. We're going to go to Call of Duty, which, once again, I'm not that crazy about. Uh, but um, at least there are so many people who play Call of Duty that they're actually going to release content regularly, right? So it's not it's not going to be Halo, like Halo, where we're begging, everyone's begging for content, and Halo yeah. is just not doing anything. They're not getting any. It's the same thing over and over again, and I'm just... The se- hey, I'm not going to lie. Season one was great. Like, I loved season one. I had a blast. I think I ended up clocking like 300 hours or so yeah. on season one. Even bought a couple of things, you know, just to support season one. Got through the whole battle pass, bought the battle pass, enjoyed every game we played. We got pretty good ranking. And then season two happened, and it's the same thing. It's the same you thing. Know, it- it has gotten, I, I, it's weird saying that it has gotten better, right? It, the, the game itself has gotten better because although it's taken way too long to get this content, mm-hmm. then some of the new content that's been arriving has been a lot of fun. The yapping was a whole lot of fun with the Fiesta Battle Royale and everything that they 
yeah. uh, that they not battle royale but big big team battle that they released right and then uh shoddy snipes was fun for a while until they got rid of the shotguns and i'm not a big a sniper guy so uh but yeah there's some there's been some modes uh some of the um the coding that they've released some of it has been pretty good uh mm-hmm. they started doing cross-platform customization so they so every you could have all the visors were cross um so you can have mm-hmm. any visor on anything uh, so there were some things that you got, you were getting excited about, but they just released season, like the plan for season three and it's like months away and it should not be months away. Like it's, oh, it's yeah. ridiculous it how long be in, the, in the works right now. It, it's, it's, it's so, it, it's, it's really ridiculous how long we're having to wait for new content. And, um, mm-hmm. and it makes sense that so many people are jumping off the, the halo bandwagon. It's, it, they keep losing. So it, it's gotten to the point now where every time I play Halo, it's like I'm always playing people who are Halo, like de- dedicated Halo players. So the competition's always high. So mm-hmm. it's like it's so Everybody's the only people really I'm good. playing on Halo now are people who all they do is play Halo. So it, it's even taken that fun out of it as well because I'm every match I'm in, it's it's a competitive match, and every once in a while I just want to have one where we just dominate, you know. And uh, that's not the case anymore. So it's it's pretty disappointing. Uh, but uh, yeah, we got off on a Halo tangent there. I don't know how that happened at all, but um, uh, maybe maybe we'll I'll come back to Halo after we played Modern Warfare for a while. Um, but yeah, we'll go ahead and move on to Carrie. Carrie, uh, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Alive. That's always fun. It's good. It's uh, good to be alive, right? Just chilling. Any reason why you have the San Francisco Bridge in the background? What's the deal with that? Uh no, it it was it was either this or just have it blurred. Mm. Okay, like sure. You, you'd you'd still see the uh nonsense in my room. I didn't know if you had like a hidden message there, like you're saying, like I'm from San Francisco or I'm moving to San Francisco, but no, you just have a stock image. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't feel like looking for like a, a new image, you know. I usually find like a uh something that defines me. I Today's not today. I'm just tired. <laughs> it was a long day today. So cool. Just chill out, talk, hang. Very good. Yeah. Excellent. Now, Carrie, the last time I saw you, you were uh, gracious enough to come to my panel at DragonCon. You're I one did. of the many. Uh, when I say many, I mean 10 oh, people. Wow. No, there you, were so you were, the, you were the other guy in the room. Yeah, yeah I, was. Nice. I was the other guy in the room. You were the other guy. <laughs> Now, I, you know, I've mentioned this before on our DragonCon review show. I actually was happy with the amount of people who came. At a, a Sunday at 10 a.m., um, and we had, it was probably about 12 to 15 people in there, maybe. And I'm good with that. I'm happy with that crowd. Because I've been to academic conferences where there's been five people in the audience. And you just yeah. feel like you're wasting, it's a waste of time. Um, but uh, it was great. And they seemed to be engaged with what I was talking about. And yes, I went way too long. <laughs> I talked way too long, uh, but yeah, it was it was definitely good to see a familiar face in the audience, other than Jeremy. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, thank you so much for coming out. No problem, no. But you, we we started late, so I mean, like you're forgiven a little bit. That's right. The panel itself started late because we were locked out of the room for a while, which and I yeah. I, I seriously thought we were they were gonna have to cancel the panel. Or we were gonna have to do something weird where we're out, like out in the hallway doing it. Also, but um, 
someone was able to come in and unlock the door and we were able to get in there and uh, do the show. Uh, but yeah, it was, um, it was fun. It was a good time. So uh, thank nice. you for coming out, uh, Carrie. All right, so let's go ahead and uh, we're, we're just going to catch up here. Uh, I guess I'll go ahead and begin. Uh, oh, first things first, Carrie, I, I want to ask this, you this before I forget. Uh, the article that you were planning on writing, have you written it yet? Or is it? Yeah, it, it, so it's written, but things with work just got, yeah. So like this weekend, I will be posting everything. This is the first free weekend I've had since Dragon Con, actually. Mm -hmm. So all of that, like three or four, I think five posts are coming. And so all of that's going to be up by Friday, Saturday. All right, very good. I just want to make sure that I that I didn't miss it or whatever. But uh, no, okay. no, no, I'm definitely going to post post for you. All right. Well, well, fantastic. All right. So let's go ahead and get catching up. So uh, if uh, if you know what I've been doing for the past month. Um, so first of all, let me set this up by saying, you know, at Dragon Con, had a great time. But one of the things I enjoyed about Dragon Con is we went to a, a few Dungeon and Dragons themed panels and just going to these panels, hearing from experienced GMs about how to like strategies on how to do Dungeons and Dragons, sort of fun things, creative things to do. And I really got excited about the idea of BGMing uh, a campaign. It's something that I've, I've kind of always wanted to do. I feel like I have the personality to do it. I think I would have a lot of fun doing it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to set something up. We're going we're gonna to set up a campaign. And of course, I'm a huge Star Trek fan. So I found out that Star Trek actually has their own, I don't want to say it's Dungeons, it's not Dungeons and Dragons because it's actually very different than Dungeons and Dragons in terms of how it's, it's played. But it's a role-playing game. But it's set in the Star Trek universe. And, um, you know, I've been studying the rule book and that rule book, I don't have it here with me, but it is thick. It is a thick book. It's like, it's like me studying for my comprehensive exams again. Like uh, that's, <laughs> that's how thick this book is. Uh, but uh, the way I've been treating it is, you know, I'll every morning I'll, you know, write my dissertation. And then when I'm done writing for the day, I'll, I'll read a couple pages of the, uh, the Star Trek adventures, uh, guidebook. And just every day I learn a little more and more. I feel pretty comfortable now with how it works. Um, but knowing that I have another week is also very helpful. So um, once again, it's pretty, it seems to be pretty uh, fun. Like, it seems like we're going to have a really good time. It seems like I'm going to have a really good time because it is, there is a lot of creativity that they get that the GM uh, and, and freedom that the GM can do. Now there are certain guidelines that are set in order to make it run smoothly in terms of, you know, what you can do and, you know, if, if any sort of conflict arises, how to, you know, how to deal with that. And I feel pretty comfortable with how rolling works uh, in terms of the dice and everything and, and challenges and combat. So I feel pretty comfortable with how we're going to do that. So I'm, I'm interested to know how it's going to work our very first uh, adventure uh, next week. Uh, so yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Right, we're, we're, I've got my good. I've got my costume ordered. It's ready. Might be the... <laughs> I've got I've got my red shirt. I've got my uh, communicator badge. I think it actually is just a one that's on the shirt. I don't think it's an actual badge. And I've got my phaser ordered. My 
when I get into a scuffle with a, a strange alien life form. Well, very I good. Will, Excellent. I will be ready. Yeah, so you're you're pretty happy with the character that I made for you, you know. I'm going to uh, leave it. Yeah, I thought about changing it, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to leave it and let's just see how it goes. So here we go. We're going to make it happen. The only I'm even thing growing the be... beard out some more. Oh, there you go. So yeah. to be to like the 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 Tellerite. Um, the tell- I'll uh, be the, I'll the Tellerite beard. Yeah. Got to have it. Got to have it. The Tellerites are basically space dwarves, just in case you didn't know, Carrie. Uh, <laughs> <No>. uh, so <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, I, I'm glad to, you're excited about the campaign. You might be the only Very one who's excited. going to be dressing up. Maybe I'll try to dress up as well, uh, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, and I have some surprises. You for, should dress up for, as an admiral, right? Well, I could as, dress as up a, as the captain because what I'm what I'm going to do, what I'm doing is that's right. You the are the captain. captain. Yeah. The captain and first officers are going to be non-playable characters. And um, and then you, and it'll be Jeremy will be the third in command, so he'll be the highest ranked player character. So, oh, that uh, the, what he's trying to say, Carrie, is he doesn't he wants all the control for himself because he's a control freak. I mean, just look at him. Well, actually, <laughs> no. So the reason why I'm doing this is because um, I've been listening to other podcasts that have been playing the uh, Star Trek Adventures, and a lot of them do this, and the way they do it makes so much sense because. The way they do it, they do it as in terms of like, I can control what ends up happening if things go too crazy by just having the captain saying, no, we're going to do this, right? So so it's, a, it's, it's an easy way of like steering everyone back if, mm-hmm. if necessary, but the way I'm going to use it, and I don't want to spoil anything, is I want to have some like tension and conflict. And having a captain who is kind of an a-hole seems like a whole lot of fun to me. So that's kind of the direction I'm going. Why don't going you in. tell? Why don't you tell so, Carrie the so name of your captain? Shatner. It feels like. Well, I'm doing something different, Acid. This is the surprise that's coming up on uh, next week. So. Oh, okay. A little bit different with the captain. Uh, okay. But um, but yeah, excellent, very good. I'm glad, uh, Acid, you're excited about Star Trek Adventures. It should be a lot of fun. Um, I feel pretty comfortable with any sort of. I, th- here's here's going to be my main challenge. My main challenge is you guys don't know the rules. So when, you know, you get to a particular situation, because everything like the the way the campaign works is you sort of begin by everyone sort of just improving and sort of building the episode and then things happen. And but you don't know everything that you can do. So I kind of have to also tell you, hey, look, you can also do this if you wanted to. So that's but if it's typical D&D like exploration, it should be. I mean, we, if you've ever played D&D before, you should have some type of general idea of what you can and can't do. Which well, I mean, Let me give you let me give you an example of this. Okay, okay. So you're in a combat situation, right? The way the way Star Trek Adventure works, it's not like you roll for initiative and then everyone takes turns. No, each team takes a turn. So like the you, the the playable characters will act and then the opposition acts. So one person acts. Mm, so it's like a turn-based team. strategy. Exactly. Yeah. So one person acts That's in the nice. team, but but the way that the game works is throughout the scene, throughout the episode, you are building momentum by doing different things. You're either, you're either building momentum or you're failing, right? To build to build momentum. So let's say like one of your guys acts, right? 
And then that's your turn. Unless you want to spend momentum, then you can pass it on to another player or you could do other things. You can, you can get in particular positions where you're setting things up, whatever. You can mm -hmm. try to disarm somebody rather than hurting them. So there's so many different things that you can do. So like, I think for me, it's going to be like, all right, guys, you can, you can do this, but you can just don't know that you can also do this, this, and this, and this, if you wanted to. So it's going to be a lot of that going on too. Or maybe I'll just let you do it. And then just, you know, later on I'll tell you, you know, you could have done this. Well, I figure for the, like the first week or so, like the first couple of, mm. you know, because I, I mean, are, are we really going to get through an entire episode in one filming? Because I mean, I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't see that I, happening if we're all learning the first like So maybe have one episode yeah. last two to three weeks, you know? We can just do a two-parter. We can just do a two-parter. Yeah, or something like that. And that way everybody's on the same page by the time we get to, you know, like a month or so down the road. Last time on Star Trek. Ooh, I could do, I could do something like that. We can make a little video. <laughs> and now the conclusion. Time. That's right. <laughs> That's the, the, the famous voice. Uh, but yeah, very good. Excellent. So that's, uh, we talked about Star Trek Adventures. Let's go ahead and move on to uh, Acid. Acid, uh, what's new with you? Um, I have finished watching The Sandman yeah, on Netflix. Um, it was very good. Uh, so good, I decided to purchase The Sandman. Um, it's the, uh, I went and grabbed the graphic novel part one, or book one, so I could, you know, do the whole thing. And so far, I, I mean, it's amazing. It's it's very it's very well written, uh, very nice very nice story, and uh, I'm looking forward to finishing it. And then I last night I actually rewatched uh, Constantine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, with um, the older one, what's his name? Keanu Reeves. Yeah, Keanu yeah. Reeves. Um, I was blanking too there for a second. Yeah, I, like, yeah, I know. Yeah. I just saw it, you know. But yeah. Um, and completely blanked that it was that actually came from DC because I, I recently purchased HBO Max and you know I've made it through most of the Marvel stuff on Disney Plus and I was like who's got the DC stuff and it was HBO Max so I was like oh, yeah. well let me grab HBO Max and start kind of it's it's not as organized as Disney Plus is because there's no chronological anything there's no it's yeah. just kind of like here yeah, no, you go no, figure it out yourself you know so that part i don't really care for so i'm kind of when i do end up watching most of it or all of it it'll be i'm sure it'll be completely out of order which is fine but i'd rather it be in order i, I may just have to google it and see you know what i should do and of course i i have to plug it peacemaker is a phenomenal peacemaker. <laughs> Okay. Peacemaker right. is phenomenal. You have to watch Peacemaker. It's so good. Okay. It's so was, it's so good. It shouldn't be as good as it is. I've watched. Um, I haven't watched a lot of DC stuff. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I've watched most of the Batman's. I mean, a lot of people have, but I'm really looking forward to like the Harley Quinn stuff. Um, and uh, Suicide Squad. I haven't. I've never seen that. So I'm, I'm kind of. I need to play catch up on a lot of these DC things. But I did. We we I remember when we watched um, uh, Justice League. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Like, yeah. I know y'all are making so much fun. I really enjoyed it. I, I don't know why. I just. Well, I, I was at. I, I was. Loved uh, it. I thought it was so. Good. I was a. I, I tend to be, and I do this in my class too, because in my comic book studies class, we watched the Zack Snyder's cut at the end. And I do tend to like the class as a whole 
mm-hmm. tends to hate on it. And I tend to be Why? the guy that's like, really interesting. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, my class as a whole tends to not like it. Maybe this, maybe this year will be a little bit different. Uh, but, uh, but last year, they, we watched the Snyder Cut, and, and a lot of people were hating on it. And I was the, the guy who was like, you know what? There are some things that are not great about it, but visually speaking, like it's a visually beautiful film. Like, and in terms of how much it borrows the comic aesthetic in so many ways. And I say, look at this, this is a splash page. And look at this, this is sort of how your eye moves when you're reading a comic book, it's sort of replicate. So I kind of go through that. And cause Zack Snyder really does like sort of, he's, he's heavily inspired by the comic itself in, in terms of not just the storyline, but the aesthetics of a comic and you can see it. And I, I think from that sense, it's, it's worth watching and worth talking about. Uh, but, but yeah, for the most part, uh, my class tends to uh, spend the first 15 minutes just trashing, <laughs> just trashing uh, the film. And I'm not going to say Affleck is my favorite Batman, but I'm going to tell you right now, he is not bad. At all, I He's, like Affleck. I, I so think, yeah, I like. Him. I think he does very well as Batman. Like I was shocked. Carrie, what do you what do you think of this? Uh, it seems like you you had a response when I said that my students uh, typically uh, denigrate denigrate the uh, the Zack Snyder. <laughs> well, I mean, I hate that it's so long. I feel like he, like you don't have the movie doesn't have to be that long. But I I enjoyed it, especially after the original Justice League movie that we got. It that was very lacking, cause it cause I've been talking with my sister about this. Like I have an issue with Warner Brothers doing live action films based on other properties. They they don't know how to take their hands off of it and let it breathe a little bit. Because any because <clears throat> any DC animated thing is always wonderful, and I'm just like, well, why is the animation so great? And live action is always terrible. It's the money. They're too scared. They're too scared of the uh, investment involved. That they yeah, like they they drop the ball on that a lot, and like I could in the Snyder cut, like you see all of the pieces that would have brought all of those different movies together much clearer. And I was like, okay, this is like more, this is a more cohesive version of the story that he wanted to tell, but it just took so long. In terms of the length of film, you know, and I, I tell my students this too, I'm going to, is that I have found and this is just something that happened naturally when I was watching it. If you actually watch it each, because it's, it's separated, the Zack Snyder cut is separated into parts, right? Like part one, yeah. part two, part three, whatever. If you actually watch it that way, part one, take a break, next day, part two, wait till next day, part three. If you watch it that way, it is far more enjoyable. Now, I, don't See, know I watched what it I'm, straight through. It's a I long, it's, I just it's took a too long of a film that way. It. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I took a couple of bathroom breaks, but I just, I mean, I couldn't step away. I was like, oh, it's really good. I'm really enjoying this. Like, I want to keep watching this. I'm interested to watch it again and talk with my students about it and see what they, uh, what they feel about. Cause that's one of the very last films we watch is the, is the, the Snyder cut. Mm. Uh, 
Um, but yeah, well, very good. So uh, Carrie loved the Snyder Cut. I did. <laughs> he, was, he, was one of the, he was one of the toxic fanboys who were, <laughs> which is wouldn't let it die. Just wouldn't let yeah. it die. All right, very good. Where were we at? Where were we talking about acid? Star Trek? Uh, I don't know. Damn you were talking little... about the movies you watched. No, I was, I was talking about yeah. Sandman and Constantine and uh, what else? Did I, oh, I did I did do a complete watch through over the past <clears throat> couple of weeks of uh, Big Bang Theory because we watch it on television and we have never seen it straight through. It's always been, oh, okay, here's some of the beginning. And so I was just curious to see what the whole picture was and it's a fine show it's very weird they don't they don't close their shows very well speaking of sitcoms that we're watching i decided to watch home improvement nice wow uh, classic so and i am there there are moments where i'm blurting out laughter yeah blurting like because so obviously i watched it when i was a kid during the 90s but mm-hmm. there are like there are jokes where I'm like, that's like that is hilarious. Like, <laughs> and of course, when you watch it as a kid, a lot of times you don't get the jokes. And when you watch it as an adult, you get it. One of the this is one of my this is one of the jokes that I enjoyed. I don't know why I enjoyed this so much. Is that um, they're having an argument, and then uh, Tim's like, um, you know, you know, he's like, well, he's like, you should apologize. And she goes, why should I apologize? You're the transgressor. And he goes. I don't wear your clothes. Like it's just like it's so, it's so stupid, so stupid. But like I'm, I'm like laughing at some of these stupid jokes. But anyways, so watching Home Improvement, uh, classic '90s. I enjoy Tim Allen as an actor, but as a comedian, I can't stand him as a comedian. Like stand-up comedian. Because it, it, like, it's night and day. Like I love his shows and I love all that stuff. Like watching them on television. But I tried. I saw a Netflix special where it's something he did a long time ago, and yeah. it was like Tim Allen stand up. I was like, oh, let me check this out. I like Tim Allen or whatever. It was the most raunchiest thing I have ever oh. heard. And I was like, I don't know. Oh. That's not who you are. It's kind of <laughs> like if you if you've watched uh, Full House and, you, and that's Bob how Saget. you got introduced yeah. to Bob Saget, you know. And then all of and or, or America's Funniest Home Videos, and then all of a sudden. You see Bob Saget stand up, and you're like, "Who in the world is this guy?" You know, it just completely ruins it. So I was like, "Yeah, I can't do that." Well, very good. All right, what uh, what '90s sitcom are you watching, Carrie? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing currently. Well, Buffy I, the I Vampire take that Slayer. back. <laughs> I'd say uh, I did watch like the first episode of Sister Sister like a week ago. Oh, okay. I don't know what brought that on. I was just, I was like, oh, I'll watch this. I remember this. We should do a pilots episode one day. Just like pick three old shows and just watch the pilot of those shows and see. I will, you know, I will say this up. about pilot episodes. For whatever reason, I don't know what it is. Like pilot episodes for me are cringy. I don't yeah, know why. They're horrible. They're, to like me, the they're always horrible. Um, and it's. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that like, we know the show mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. go back and watch the pilot episode. You're like, no, this is wrong. Like you guys mm-hmm. have figured out what you are and this is still, you don't know who you are yet. So when you watch it, you're like, no, stop this. But he wants to yeah. yeah. I think you should do like a, um, a study of those shows that name their pilot. 
So the mm. first episode is not pilots like welcome to whatever. Mm. So I think that might be interesting. Yeah. Now, would you consider like a like take Wandavision for for you know for giggles? Would their first episode be? Would that be a pilot? I I would not consider that a pilot, right? Because they, they they the whole series was yeah was 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 accepted. Like when I think of a pilot episode, I think of we created this thing as a pitch to a network in yeah. order to get accepted. Right? Yeah. And now now shows these days don't they don't a lot of them don't do that. Like it's it's more like we're going to give you a, a season and uh, you just go make it. Yeah. Um, and then if it does well, we'll give you, oh, you can do another two seasons. We'll see how, how it goes. And if it goes well, oh, we'll give you another one or two seasons, you know. So I did watch the first episode of Sandman. And I was intrigued by it. There's so many other shows. That, so good. me and Alinda started watching the Game of Thrones prequel, House of Dragons, hmm, which it? it's really good. Like, yeah. and I and I was really I I I didn't want to like it because uh, I was like, I don't want to get back into Game of Thrones again like this. But so I watched the first episode and I was like, okay. Because the first the first episode, I will say this. All right. So this is this is my when it comes to today's climate, I'm not really into shows where it's grim anymore. Like I'm not into the grim shows where it's like everything is so graphic and so negative mm-hmm. and like you're constantly on edge. And you and you're worried about every one of your favorite characters getting killed off. I'm like, I'm no longer like everything. The world is this way. I don't want. You don't have to, to worry take... about that with home improvement at all. No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, that's why I like Star Trek so much. That's why I like Star yeah. Trek: Strange New Worlds so much. But when I was watching Game, the first Game of Thrones, the House of Dragon, the first episode is very much like that. It's mm. very, it's very grim. It's very dark. Like there are some scenes where like, you're like, I don't want to see this. And then the next episode, you're like, okay, I see what you're doing here. You're making me interested in what's going to happen. And now, and then the third episode happens. And you're like, okay, I'm not, I'm locked in. <laughs> like hmm. I, I'm, 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 I'm all in. So I watched, uh, I've been watching house of dragons. And then I started the Lord of the Rings show last night. Mm. And I'm also intrigued, but yeah. I never could get into Lord of the Rings. I tried. I just, some reason that fantasy story just did not do anything for me. I just, I, just, I couldn't do it. Like this is this not what I, I thought it. this was, was. Yeah, I loved it. I couldn't. I couldn't. Get and what's funny because like my it's wife terrible. loved The Hobbit, but oh, yeah. hates Lord of the Rings. Like just, <laughs> it's That's weird crazy. thing. I was like, yeah. isn't it the same? I mean, it's the same world. It's the same thing, kind of. But okay. Carry your thoughts on Lord of the Rings. Go. <laughs> Sam is <laughs> he's ride or die. He's very mistreated. There you go. He should There's ask more questions, but he doesn't. <laughs> he's so loyal. Uh, but yeah, excellent. Very much so. Carrie, what's new with you then, man? What's been going on? Uh, not a whole lot. I actually just, uh, rewatched Catwoman last night. Mm. And the Halle I was, Berry Catwoman? Yes. 
I don't, like we just we turned it you on. You couldn't get enough of that basketball scene, right? You're like, she's got <laughs> that stupid <laughs> basketball scene. No, we were sitting there watching it, and I remember when this movie came out. I read the uh, novelization that they used to do. They they would release all the books because I would go get them from Borders. Remember Borders? I do remember Borders. Yes. <laughs> and I was I'm just trying to figure out why was I so because I enjoyed the book. And I was so happy to go see the movie and enjoyed the movie. But I watched it yesterday. It was like, yeah, I don't know this person anymore. I'm not that person. What? This movie is bad. Why did I like this movie? I can't figure it out. <laughs> yeah, Catwoman was famously bad, right? And it was so bad Very that bad. for a while, the industry was like, see, you can't have a female lead comic book character like I was like uh, that. That was sort of the justification for such a long. I feel time. like that wasn't the issue. <laughs> no, that's not the problem. That's not no. the problem. And Have you seen the basketball scene? <laughs> it is just wrong. It is. It's so stupid. It's but funny because the-, the basketball scene is on. It's almost on the level of like the room in terms of like it's so bad it's good now. Like is it is it kind of has it gotten to that point? Well, that scene is so bad where you're like, you just have to watch it because it's so bad. No. Okay. Gotcha. No, no, it's still pretty. It's still pretty <laughs> bad. No, like it's we an were. taste. Yeah, we were rewriting the movie as we're going along, because I think like Holly Berry had played Storm already in X Men when she died. Oh that. yeah, that's right. That was and like it. Well. It was right after her Oscar too. So we just tried. It was like, why? How did this? Like, I think she was miscast. I feel like she should have been the villain. She should have had the uh, Sharon Stone role. I said, oh, that'd be interesting. And, like, have some younger actress being, like, the new Catwoman come in. I was like, oh, this is fun. We're, let's rewrite this movie. This this feels like a good, a good place to go. Mm. Yeah, it's funny because sometimes you got to feel bad for actors and actresses, right? Because... A lot of times you can't tell how bad the movie's going to be by the script. Like you can't, like you didn't, like I, I, maybe you can, maybe you can read the script and go like, yeah, this is a bad movie. But sometimes like you never know if it's going to be a huge hit or not. And you get stuck in a, when you're playing basketball with somebody. <laughs> it's, and the weird thing about it is that this movie was in development hell since mm-hmm. what, 92, 93, somewhere in there. Because they originally were gonna make the spinoff Catwoman with Michelle Pfeiffer, and Michelle oh. was like, I, "I've got other commitments. Can we work around the commitments?" And the studio said, "No." I did a lot of research. I had some time yesterday. Okay, well there you go. That's yeah, right. and she was like, "Nope, can't do it. They're not. They're not gonna do it." And they ended up making that movie into Batman Forever. And then we just waited around, bouncing between, because they casted Ashley Judd, Nicole Kidman, and then they went to Holly Berry, because Mm -hmm. a project of hers had fell through, and that's how she got this role. So I was like, well, this this isn't any of the actors' fault. The production just couldn't get together. That's why this movie's bad. Let me ask you this question, Carrie, your opinion on this. Is Holly Berry a bad actress? Is she bad, right? Because she won an Oscar, and she's been she was in a good film, but 
is she actually a bad actress? No, I don't think she's a bad actress. I think she's bad by herself. Does that make sense? Like she does. She's she's a very good supporting actress. Like Swordfish, she was very good. X Men, she's very good. But she had a team of other awesome actors and actresses that kind of fed off of each other. But when you've got something like Catwoman, where like that's it. Name it's... another good Halle Berry movie. Other than X Men. Is that a good? I mean, does she get credit for the X Men? But that's yeah, like, that's not. I a mean, Holly she did Perry well in it. Like if she went, if she's the lead, name a, a a good Halle Berry film besides the one where she won an Oscar. She was in that one film that that horror film. Do you remember that horror film where she's in a, a sane asylum? But is that a good Gothica? film? I don't know. Yes, that's know. it. Is that, that, is. that is. Gothica. That is it. Yes, that's I was exactly. It. I knew that. <laughs> But I can't, I, yeah, I can't. I, I like can't. Swordfish. I liked her in Swordfish. She was okay. good. John Travolta, yeah. But I mean, again, it was John Travolta too. So I don't, I don't know. I'm not saying she's a bad actress. I think she's a great actress. I just, I don't know. I think she did. I think she did better with other, other strong uh, supporting cast. I think Carrie's doing a little bit of research here. He's um, trying I'm trying to. Because that that's an interesting question. Because she's been in a lot of stuff. She just hasn't been the lead in a lot of things. I don't. Yes. Yeah. And maybe that's the problem. She just didn't get a lot of lead experience. She was also in the double, probably in the worst 007 film, arguably the worst 007 film. (laughs) That's that's the movie that fell through. They were going to do a spinoff with her character, and that didn't happen. That's how she got Catwoman. That's if I remember correctly, <laughs> she's she's in the 007 film where he outruns the avalanche. <laughs> Do you remember that? I'm pretty sure yeah. that's the same. Oh wow, brain. So, so Carrie, uh, Carrie has come I, to the I, I don't know I, that uh, Halle Berry is a terrible actress. I think that's what he said. He's on record. No, no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying. I think. <laughs> I think I agree with Asset. I think, like, a great team, you get the acting, like, they feed off each other. I think, like, that's what happens with a lot of her performances. She's mm-hmm. always around other great performers. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Carrie. Another follow-up question. What's your favorite film of 2022? Go. I don't think I've seen a film from this year yet. Really? Oh, wow. Okay. No, I watched Thor. I watched the new Thor. Right, right. So I guess by default, it's my favorite because I think that's the only Who one I've seen. seen so far? Yeah. So, you know, I, I, you know, I saw Top Gun. I've seen every, everything everywhere all at once. And those are probably at mm. the top. Really? So, so everything, every so I've already mentioned this multiple times on this podcast. Every, I, I, everything, everywhere, all at once. I have never cried harder in my life. Oh my a, god! Never, ever, and it, it could be because I'm much older now, and I have kids, and for whatever reason, like something hit me hard. 
uh, about, you know, you know, parents and acceptance and accepting who you really like. So like that hit me hard. Um, but yeah, I, f- tears f- flowing through my, like, from my eyes watching. The I, I don't think I could picture you crying. <laughs> I am not a crier. I am not a, uh, I, I do not cry. Uh, so, uh, for me to not be able to, so for me to, who often physically stops myself from crying when I get emotional and when I'm watching a a film and yes, I'm getting older and I'm getting softer and I'm a parent. So anything that deals with like fatherhood or anything like that, that really gets me, but, uh, I don't cry, but for whatever reason, when I was watching everything everywhere all at once, it just hit me hard. Uh, yeah. So I don't know what was happening that day. Uh, but, um, I enjoyed it. It's 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 a it's a great it's a great film. I'm gonna have to uh, see this now. It's uh, it's one everything. of those films where it's definitely one of those films, Carrie. When you're st- when you first watch it, you're like, "What is wrong with Anthony? Like, why <laughs> why, why does he like this film?" And then you'll start to notice, like, it, it kind of does like a turn, and you'll and you're like, "Oh, there's a deeper message here," and that's what got me. So, uh, gotcha. yeah, so I definitely enjoyed it. And then Top Gun is, it may very well be a perfect movie. Like it I've may, heard that a lot. It may very well be a perfect movie. Like, so mm. from beginning to the end. And, and, it, and the funny thing about it is I went in it with high expectations because I heard everything like everyone was telling me because I didn't see I didn't see it in theaters. I, I watched it on demand and everyone talked about how great it was. And I watched it and I was like, this is really like this is really good. Like in just they in terms of how they balance nostalgia with with extending the storyline. So it's not like the, it's not like they're just throwing things at you like references that like but the references mean something. Like you're like, oh yeah, I remember that from the, the original movie, but this now it means something to the character. So it's it's a it's a very good film as well. Would you say that. watch the first movie before the second one? I don't think you have to. Oh, okay. I do not think you have to, but if you want to watch it just for a little extra, you know, a little extra, you know, whatever. But you don't have to because they sort of explain everything in the film. Now, it'll make you enjoy some of the aesthetics of Top Gun Maverick. Like you'll you'll get references where you're like, oh, that's kind of a callback or that's that sort of that thing is sort of like it's 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 a nod to the original. It's something different, but it's definitely a nod. So you know, them playing football on the beach is a nod to the volleyball scene, you know? So it's like, Mm. but it's different enough where it's like, it's something new. And it it also makes sense that they would be doing this because Maverick is telling them to do it. And it makes sense that he would be influenced by his volleyball scene. Like it it just, everything makes sense. It's not done just to to, to be a callback. It's done for a reason. And I think that's what makes it so great. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. Oh, I have a comment in chat going back to Halle Berry. Let's do it. Um, chat says she's she's like Will Ferrell good when they don't have to carry the movie. Oh. Okay, so let's talk about this then. 
Name a great Will Ferrell film. That he carries? Where he carries. Well, Elf. But I mean... Elf is great. Elf is a great... It's it's a sort of a cult classic, but it's a, like sort of a holiday thing. It's a He's later been... cult classic, though, if you think about yeah. it. Because, I mean, it yeah. was... What? When did Elf come out? 2000... So are we saying... So, so are we saying that, like, Anchorman... He's he has a supporting cast, but he's the lead in Anchorman, and Anchorman's a great film. So are we saying that that doesn't count? I think that counts. I my favorite. I think I think it's Stranger Than Fiction. Wow, that's a, <laughs> that's <laughs> not what I was expecting out of all his films. <laughs> no, I, I like Stranger Than Fiction. Um, what about like Talladega Nights? Talladega Nights is another yeah. great. He's got he's got a great one. So yeah. So I I don't think the Will Ferrell analogy works. Who who uh, was that? MD who who who's who? No, that was a uh, Skeefer. Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah, Skeefer, good old Skeef. Yeah, I would say Will Ferrell. He, he's got he's got plenty of films where you're like, yeah, he's the lead, and they're great films. Mm, old school. Old school is good. Other guys. He's not like the main dude, but he's. I haven't seen that one. The other guys is great. Other guys is really great. He was in the new, well, not new, but the remade Bewitched movie too, right? He was in that one. And, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Night at the Roxbury. Last comments before we head out here today, Carrie. What do you think? What's going on with you? <laughs> uh. <laughs> Not a whole. I've been like rewatching a lot of old stuff. Rewatching Charmed. Uh, oh, nice. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's The Lost World. I forgot that that was on TV, so I've been rewatching that. It's actually a really good show. Um, let's see what else am I doing? Not a whole lot. The podcast, writing the blog. Uh, working on a book. Yeah, that's that's about it. You want to go ahead and plug your podcast? Oh yeah, uh, whatever with Carrie. Uh, it's on Spotify, exclusively on Spotify. Definitely, he's got an exclusive deal with <laughs> exclusive Spotify. Deal. He can't be anywhere else. Very no. similar to Joe Rogan. Him and Joe Rogan got very similar deals. The only ones. They usually have each other on each other's shows. That's right. Good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, very good. Acid, final words before we head out of here today. Uh, final words. Apply to be a bus driver. Okay. They need, bus, they need bus drivers. They need bus drivers for the city of Auburn, Alabama. They, def- right. they definitely Go ahead. Just apply. Very good. All right, so before we head out, a couple plugs. Or once again, you can check us out, sci-fi-gangsters.com. You can always check out our podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, or you can also check us out on YouTube and see our pretty faces. Next week is our very first episode of Star Trek Adventures. We got, I got the crew, and I've, uh, I've, got the, I've got our episode already planned out, ready to go. So next week we will go ahead yep. and uh, go with that. So that should be a lot of fun. Everybody we, we, be there. It's going to be awesome. We're expecting this to be 
like like a once a month kind of a thing, right? So like everyone like once once a month we'll be doing a, a Star Trek Adventures uh, episode. So there you go. But that's all we have for today. Thank you for Carrie and Acid Train. I'm Anthony Denar. Goodbye.